0: action hey guys welcome back to our podcast it is Steph in the house what's up what's up we also have the one the only the talent in Mars give it up for Mars welcome back
1: Um, Mars bars what (laughs) 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 sorry why (laughs) do I sound like a frat boy Mars bars
0: (laughs) Mars got bars okay I guess
1: No, now you need to throw out a
0: freestyle. No, now you need to Mm. throw out a freestyle. You did that to yourself.
1: My name is Corey and this is my story. Two plus two equals 40.
0: I almost (laughs) believed you.
1: (laughs) Is that before your time? Is that Boy Meets World? You don't know where that's from? No. No, that's... (laughs) Did you say Boy Meets World? Oh my god! Yeah, I did you are say... aging me right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, it's from That's So Raven. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was Boy Meets World because
0: the main character, his name is Corey too. That's true. So That's like, true. You're, you're right. Give a good
1: guess. Good guess. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'm sorry. I
1: aged <laughs> you out. I'm really sorry. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what's happening, um, at the local business, uh, paradise? No. What's going on? Tell me. Give me the deets. Um, there was, um, they are very, very adamant about making it a safe space for minorities, for the queer community. Um, they, they're a small-owned business. It's, it's a collective of them, and, um... Yeah, they're very passionate about it. They close down um, when they need to so they can take care of each other. Like, it, it's not like like a greedy business like most are. Um, and so the other day... Damn. there were, There were some people there that were spewing some really hateful rhetoric. So they asked them, like, after they finished eating, they asked them, to leave and told them that that kind of um, rhetoric wasn't welcome there because they're very adamant about making it a safe space. Like they, they're they not just going to take your money because you're giving them business. Like, no, they're very, you know, they, they, they know the kind of clientele and kind of um, the environment that they want to create because there aren't many safe places for us to go and to feel Safe and inclusive like in and, and and that we're not gonna like experience something like that, you know, and so they wanted to protect that, and they asked these people to leave and to like to not come back and now they're getting like berated like they're getting shitty reviews on on Google, they're getting threatening phone calls, like you go look at the fucking reviews and it's like, oh, um, the owner doesn't believe in freedom of speech never go here or the owner will kick you out because your politics are different than them. Um So yeah, it's it sucks because they're a huge staple for the community. They host so many events. They bring the community together in so many ways and um obviously it's a small business, so something like this could really really affect them. But I mean, uh, the response from the community has been amazing. Like they've gotten a lot of support, but I just wanted to highlight that um because there aren't a lot of businesses that actually care about their staff and and their customers in that way so yeah
0: wow like it's literally the simple acts of kindness that people don't really want to appreciate or want to accept like in terms of like just being kind to one another and just keeping that at the restaurant and making it, you know, beneficial for not just the LGBTQ community, but for everyone. And people like that that are giving bad reviews and that are stating their opinions in a negative way is just very, like, uncalled for because obviously those people are in the wrong and the restaurant literally called you out for it because, like, why are you doing that? So, like, it just, it just, like sounds very stupid to me yeah it does it really does sound stupid because why would you go to an establishment and they correct you on something because you're the one that's doing it wrong and then you go and give them bad reviews because they told you what it is i mean it's their place mm-hmm. they have every right to tell you how they feel and they have every right to tell you that what you're doing is not
1: okay and they get butthurt about it and i'm just like and and, and it, it's not even like a difference of opinion like no if you're you're spewing hateful rhetoric that has led to people dying and people's rights getting taken away like obviously they're not going to be okay with you sitting there talking about that when it's their place of business that they purposely created so it could be a safe space so people wouldn't have to come there and listen to that kind of topic um but yeah they have chosen to like close down for a week or two, I'm not sure how long, just so like to keep everybody safe. Because it's like literally now you're a target. Like I I don't know if you saw but yesterday there was um a mass shooting at a lunar U- a lunar New Year celebration. I was I was at a lunar New Year celebration last night too, and it was also a queer event. So imagine like the fear that you feel knowing that that could have happened at your place because people are so hateful in that way like it's not just for no reason it's not just yeah it's not just comments it's not just a difference of opinion your words hold meaning and have consequences so yeah i stand with parodies of course i do too and thank you so much for you know bringing this to my
0: attention and the podcast attention too because i feel like everyone should be informed about this and about what's going on um and I'm pretty sure that this isn't the only restaurant that gets a lot of, like, bad reviews just because they run the way that they want to. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of other places that want us to feel safe as well. But people like that that want to go and just start something for no reason, they just want to stir the pot. And they just want to, you know, find some comfort to mm-hmm. have an establishment close just because of what they're doing is necessarily a good thing in their eyes. But for us, it's just like, it's not fair because where else are we going to go? If people like you keep harassing and criticizing, you know, places that we want to go to or, you know, just the establishment in general or other places that we feel like we would be safe to, there's nowhere to go because, People like that just want to go show up, be rude, and, you know, just just make it worse for everybody else. And it's not fair. And the fact that the restaurant closed, it wasn't necessary. Because if it wasn't for those people making those rude reviews and those negative comments and those criticisms about their restaurant, this wouldn't have happened. But because of people like them, they had to close down and it's just so unfair. It's so unfair because they're just trying to make it. They're just trying to, you know, make a living, make people happy. And we can't we can't yeah. even do that in this world because people are just so hateful and they don't want us to spread kindness or spread any any love. It's it's terrible. It's so bad. And I'm glad that you
1: like shared this with us and with
0: me because I literally had no
1: clue. I literally did. Yeah, I think it pre- happened pretty recently, if not yesterday. I don't remember, I don't know what specific day it was. Um, but it's sad that... It really is. We can't just exist. Like, we really can't just exist because... We're not doing
0: anything. We're really not doing anything. We're just living our best selves, just like everyone else is.
1: What's the big deal? I just wanted to share that just to highlight them, but... Yeah, it's... It's nice. We're kind of lucky that we live in Miami cuz we do have so many like welcoming locations. I mean, obviously there's still a lot of hate and there's like neo-Nazi groups now forming, which is really scary. Um, but we do have kind of a, a larger community here where you can go and express yourself and and be who you are and openly and freely but um it's still is scary it's still scary to like step out of your house and you still get those comments especially like in certain areas you still get those comments of like people being so entitled and into asking and prying like who you are what your preferences are what your why you identify the way you identify like it's like all kind of respect and boundaries go out the window just because like you don't understand someone. Okay, so I have this
0: friend. Well, I don't even consider them as a friend anymore because it rubbed me off the wrong way. Um, He's a straight person. And um, one day we decided to go out and he was like, hey, you know, like, why are you the way that you are? like he just randomly asked me this question and I'm like what do you mean and then he's like why do you date guys and girls and I'm like what does that have to do with anything why would you bring that conversation up and then he was like I'm just curious because you know like is it different with a girl is it different with a guy or is it different with like anyone like if you're dating a non-binary person I'm like it's literally the same The only difference is, is their personalities. And that's it. Because everyone has a different personality. And then he just started going off and started telling me, you know, I don't understand the whole deal of like being with someone that's the same sex or whatever. Or non-binary. Because I think of it as Adam and Eve. I literally told him, find a ride home. Goodbye. Goodbye. I literally left him. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. I don't want to deal with this. This was a couple of months ago, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Do what you want to do with your Adam and Eve, and leave me the hell alone. Like they have this, they feel like they're entitled to ask these questions and then write not write, but like say like like a negative comment towards it. Like I'm not here for that. I'm not here mm-hmm. for you to like. Give me advice on, like, how I want to live and this and that. Like, I'm doing it because this is what I like and this is who I am, you know? And then, you know, like, he starts rambling about the whole Adam and Eve situation. I'm like, literally, you know what? Find a ride home. I'm going home. Have a good night. And don't associate with me ever again. Blocked from everywhere. And I haven't heard from him since. But it was the most disturbing and annoying thing that I've ever come across. Because not everyone goes through that. Not straight people. They don't go through that. And and I'm just like, yeah. why does it have to be that way? Why why I understand they're curious, but like why ask those questions? Mm-hmm. I always ask myself that all the time.
1: Yeah. I don't I I, I don't get it either. I've I've definitely had that, that conversation with people where I tell them like my sexuality and they're like, Why? <laughs> why like what
0: does it matter <laughs> what does it matter i know the i
1: same person it's such like it's okay if you're like curious or, or or you want to learn but for you to like be openly sharing your hateful opinion like oh that no one asked for i'm used to adam and eve or whatever yeah. yeah like we're not have we're not sitting here having a debate like go on fucking google if you're really that curious but like we're not responsible to teach you everything about the l g b t q i a community like you can do your own research I, like you can ask me about my own personal experiences, but I'll also have like some fucking decency like if i if if we're not at that like if I'm not comfortable with you and you're asking me about my sex experiences like <laughs> like where where is the human decency here? Just because you're curious, I suddenly have to, like, answer all your very invasive questions. It's, it is, it is, it, it's, it's, um, it sucks how people can be invasive and, like, question your sexuality. People are learning, but it's still such, so prominent and, like, like, being taught, especially now, like, the whole conversation around like drag queens and the uh, how it's like grooming children but like for myself i grew up in a christian household i grew up like being told that homosexuality was a sin and i knew from a very young age what i was or who i was attracted to but i suppressed that for years and i was very committed to the church until around 24 um that did not change who i am inside like that did not change that i still felt those things i just hated about myself um so no like no one groomed me into being the way that i am no one influenced me i just decided that i wasn't going to hide that part of me anymore that always existed um But I understand the fear because since I was raised as a Christian, like I understand the fear because they do drill that into you that like if you don't, that if you live in sin, as in practicing homosexuality, that you will go to hell. Like that's, that's a scary thing, you know? Um, And when, when you've been taught that since you were baby, like you believe it to be true and um so i do have a little bit of understanding as to why people feel that way but i do not have any more patience for people trying to preach at me and like push that kind of rhetoric because yeah like that's fine if that's what you believe but like please don't pray for me i don't don't want you to pray for me because i don't care for it like i i've done it for 24 years i was committed i was in it it did nothing for me except caused me trauma
0: i understand people are curious i understand that people have questions but if you're gonna go and ask these questions and reply with a negative comment telling me oh but god doesn't like that oh but you know like the story is with Adam and Eve. And I'm just like, why did you ask in the first place? I get upset because I just tell them, why do you even ask in the first place if you're going to go and beat me down to to what I just told you? Why are you going to bring me down towards that? It doesn't even make me want to associate with someone like that. Because it just, it frustrates me because I understand people have questions, but then they want to go and pin you down and tell you, I don't support it. I don't think that's right. But do you? And I'm like, Thank you. I will do me. Don't ask me questions ever again. Don't even associate with me ever again. And I have this one person that always asks me these particular questions and I don't associate with him anymore. I have to associate with him because everyone knows him. Everyone likes him or whatever. I think he's gross. Mm -hmm. I think he is an airhead jock. That's it. That's all I think about him. And, you know... I just, frankly, don't talk to him anymore because of the way that he thinks. And whenever I see him or associate with him, he always has these questions that make me want to, like, punch him in the face. And I'm just
1: like, man, I I tried to like you. It's not even like you're on the same playing field. No, no. Like, like, he's religious and you're not. Like, why is he asking these religious questions to you?
0: And not even religious questions, too. He would tell me, like, he would ask me, but, like, why are you into that? Like, is it a trend? Like, is it a TikTok trend? No, bro. I just like it. What's the problem? Is it a TikTok trend? He's one of those. He's one of those. Yeah. He's one Mm. of those. I'm telling you. Airhead jock. An airhead freaking jock. That's it. Point blank, Period. And they have, like, he has this, like, mindset that, like, oh, non-binary people, what is that? People are trying to, like, be, like, something different, a different species, a different alien. Like, what is that? And I'm, like, I bite my tongue so hard. And I, I don't say anything out of respect, but, you know, if I ever, like hear something like that from him ever again i will tell him off and i will give him a piece of my mind because at this point i'm just so annoyed with him like god i don't even yep
1: they just judge yep they just judge no i've definitely gotten into like heated arguments with people like invalidating non-binary people and it's always the people who don't understand it who don't do any research who don't care about the lived experiences of people that are the loudest that's they just judge they spread fear they're like they don't understand it they don't know what they're talking about it but they're the fucking loudest they're the ones that want to share their opinions the most it's like why are you even speaking on this topic if you don't if you don't understand it, like you, you make it seem so complicated and it's really not. I'm sorry that your brain can't grasp that some people want to live outside of like societal standards of like what is expected of them, how they should look, how they should dress. Like some of us want to express ourselves differently or don't want to be, you know, put in this fucking box and you don't understand that. OK, read a book. Do something, but don't bring your hate and pour it onto the people and invalidate an entire human being that's right in front of you just because you don't understand. Like, just because you don't understand something, it doesn't make sense.
0: And I would say, I will say this, I will definitely say this with my chest. People like that, I know for a fact that they haven't touched a book within years. Or never even finished a book. Because those are the type of people that are very close-minded, that have a short attention span, like a freaking squirrel. So, you know, like, you can't really come to me and tell me how you feel and what you think because you're not fully educated on what the word non-binary means. So Mm. I'm not going to give you that that priority. I'm not going to give you that, you know, validation that your opinion matters. Listen, your opinion matters... In a shoebox. That's it. Anywhere else. Your opinion matters. Hidden. Mm -hmm. It should stay hidden. Because whatever comes out of your mouth is straight trash. Basura. I don't want it. I don't need it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. Get away from me. And I read books, by the way. Really good ones. Very good ones. I love books. I want a book for Christmas. Give me a book for Christmas. (laughs) Okay.
1: You got it. Or a mug. I, lo- I like mugs. Give me a mug, too. <laughs> They're good. Like, it's a good combination. A book and a mug.
0: Yay! A book and a mug. And tea bags. hmm <gasps> hmm Tea bags are great. So, Mars, what is it like, in your eyes, dating in the queer community? I'm curious to
1: know. Mm, you know? No, I don't. You know. you know this is it's a complicated topic for me because i have honestly only gone on a few dates as a queer person um it's a lot of apps Uh a lot of dating apps hella dating apps yeah (laughs) i mean it's 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 even hard because like i was just gonna say it's a lot of dating apps because A lot of the queer events that are held here in Miami are, like, parties. They're, like, Mm -hmm. drinking. They're, like, they include some sort of drinking. They are, like, at night, really late at night. And then it's kind of hard to meet people like that. And also, like, I don't like drinking that much. So that's, like, an impossible situation for me to meet people at. And then, obviously, like, there's, like, markets and stuff, which is fine. Um... But it is a little bit hard to to meet people. So, yeah, we go to dating apps.
0: <laughs> dating apps is the number one key for me. And I hate that I, that I have to say that because you're absolutely right when it comes to, like, being out there and being social and finding events that accept us. Mm-hmm. And, like, finding events that just doesn't really necessarily have to mean that, like, you have to drink like you could just have a nice chill like spa like a picnic or something and you know like whoever wants to come can come lgbtq friendly obviously and just you know like get to know one another you know sit down have a coffee and just like talk because everything now is drinking fist bumping you know dancing and sometimes I get tired. I get tired of that. I just want to get out of that environment for a little bit and just, like, lay low and, like, hang out and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, you know, dating apps have worked for me because that's, you know, that's how we met.
1: Yeah.
0: Mars and I. mm mm-hmm. And, and I met a lot of people. Mm. <laughs> I met a lot of people through dating apps. And we are, like, super tight as in, like, the bestest of friends, really close friends, you know, acquaintances, whatever it, whatever you want to call them. But I've made really good encounters with so many people in dating apps and I feel like it should be normalized that if things don't work out that you can still be friends. And, um, yeah, but dating apps lately have been a little bit overwhelming because a lot of people just want to do one thing and one thing only, which is totally understandable. We're all human,
1: but sometimes I just want to find a bestie. On both sides, like, like, are you you mean like with men? Yeah. And women, it's like that where like people want to like hook up. Or non-binary. The people, people? that
0: I've been matching with, they they just want to hook up, and I'm just like, can we go for, for a coffee first? You know, like. <laughs> Like, you know, like, can we go out to eat or something or watch a movie? Mm-hmm. But, like, I understand. I get it. We're human. It happens. You know, we all have our needs and stuff. But sometimes I just want to sit and chill and just talk. Um. So the story that I wanted to bring up. I'm so embarrassed. Um. So. <laughs> I was curious one day. And I decided to download a specific app. Um yeah. I opened the app and I didn't realize that it was going to be filled with straight and gay men. I thought it was an app for the LGBTQ. Are you talking about <laughs> Grindr? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought it was an ad for the LGBTQ. I'm like, oh, okay, this looks cool. I'm going to see, you know, like what's going on and stuff. And I didn't realize. And I'm just like, fudge. I'm going to say it again. Fudge.
1: Like, I saw a lot of things that I didn't need to see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Grindr's like a Grinders like a free-for-all. <laughs> free-for-all, no. Because I saw more than what I needed to see.
0: And for free, and, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, you know, Grindr's great for, for for all these, everybody else, you know, it's just not for me. You know, if if you're in the Grindr, great. Awesome. The apps that have helped me, though, I will say, not sponsored, by the way, um, Bumble. Bumble has been great. Okay. Tinder sucks. I hate Tinder. I don't even know why I still have an account on Tinder. It sucks. I'm going to delete it soon. And then, did I say Bumble? Yeah, I said Bumble. And Hinge. But Hinge is so, like, they want you to write an essay. I know.
1: Or do a poll. Yay. Yes. Or truth or dare. Like, what? They want a whole spiel. That's that's the hard they part. They want us of, to get creative. Yeah. That's the hard part about Hinge. Even though I feel like that's where people kind of meet the most tinder there's a lot of like fake accounts like i only ever yeah i only ever swipe right on um verified accounts because fuck that i'm not i'm not gonna fucking swipe right on some man pretending to be a woman oh yeah speaking of men pretending to be women i heard that there's a trend of men that will like cis men that will put themselves as a woman looking for a woman just so that they can pop up in the feeds of of queer women
0: which That's is insane. such
1: an insane strategy like why would you even do that cuz every time every freaking time i see a cis man come up on my app i'm like oh my god jump scare like what are you doing here i don't want to see oh your face oh my god i didn't even know that was
0: <laughs> happening I literally just found out because you said it, bro. I'm living under a rock. Like I don't know what's going on with me lately, but it's so annoying. That is so
1: weird. It, Do you, does that never pop up for you? Well, y- you have men and women on, right? Like on your apps. I have I have everyone, because I don't discriminate. Yeah, they include they include non-binary now, right? They have that option. Yeah, they yeah they include non-binary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Okay, cool. So you have it open to everyone. E. Yeah, I do not. Which is so, it's so annoying when a fucking man pops up and I'm like, no. Oh, okay, good. No, no, no. no. I've seen too many, um, too many true crime stories to go on t- Tinder dates. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Oh my God. I get it. I get it. I
0: can't stop thinking about that one true crime movie that we saw at your house. Oh. <gasps> Yes! The the Poughkeepsie tapes? Yes! That oh one was God. tough. Mind blowing. If you guys haven't watched it, what's it called? What's it
1: fully called? I think it's called the Poughkeepsie tapes. The P-O-U-G-H I I could be Okay, yeah,
0: up? the Poughkeepsie tapes. So The what? <laughs> the Poughkeepsie say that again? P- Okay. <laughs> P- 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 Poughkeepsie? Okay, you're you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so this is a 2007 horror film and very discomforting film. Um, and it's about like this guy that, you know, was,
1: was, was a harsh dude and would. He would like abduct and rape women, right? That was his thing. Yeah.
0: He would abduct these women, torture them. And, you know, make them their slaves and stuff. It was something that aroused him. So Mm -hmm. he would get more and more victims as time went on. And do you remember that there was this one scene that he was trying to get a little girl? Yes.
1: Yes, that one shocked me. That one shocked the heck out of me.
0: Okay, yeah. It shocked me too because he would normally go for like teenagers to older women and stuff like that. So when we saw that little girl almost getting abducted, Abducted! Thank
1: God she didn't. But like, no, she did. What do you mean? She did. Yeah, he kicked her whoa, wait, and whoa, he whoa. threw her in the car. <gasps> he did abduct. He her. did in broad daylight. He she did. was literally yeah. Yes, and they
0: found her body. Then she was in yes. right in front oh of her house, God. and he
1: came, walked right up to her, and he took her. He took her. Mm -hmm. it's so it's shot so like there's no like jump scares but it's so eerie just knowing that this is like real life okay so it's a pseudo documentary means that it's for it's filmed in documentary style but it's not based on real events so like the way that they filmed it because remember they did like interviews and they they make it seem like it's real life but it's not it's not based on true events but honestly this shit happens all the time so Kind of real events. <laughs> so they made they
0: basically made this film to influence past serial killers and their crimes. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But it's still wrong. What the heck is wrong? I, it, with and these that's people? what makes it so eerie. God. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 mm-hmm. is just scary. And now that we're talking about the Poughkeepsie tapes, like the fact that like cis men are pretending to be women in dating apps, doesn't that scare you? Yeah.
1: It's so predatory. Like, what are you doing here? And why would you go to that extent? Like... They must be really bored like, out of their minds
0: to do that. Either that, or they just want to play like, a freaking game. But I don't consider that a game at all. I just find that offensive one and very, like, disturbing. Like, why would you go... And you go- can respect
1: the simple boundary? Like... Why would you put yourself as a woman looking for a woman? That's so weird.
0: Oh, my God. people, Men that do that is crazy. Like, that's scary. What?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. This is so fun. All right, guys. We're going to take a tea break so you can decompress from the Poughkeepsie tapes. You guys, honestly, should go watch it because it's really good. It's so... Even though it's from 2007, trust me, it almost gives, like, a satire kind of feel, but... Yeah, so go grab your tea, go grab your wine, your joints, and um, we'll be back.
0: All right, guys, welcome back from tea break. We obviously miss you guys, even though it was like a couple of minutes or a couple of seconds for you guys. Um, so we want to talk about our red flags and green flags. So Mars, do you have any red flags? Do you have any green flags? Give us a tea. Like, what are you into? What are you not into? Give us your pet peeves. I don't know.
1: Okay. A red flag for me would be if you don't think like therapy is real or like psychology <gasps> as a whole correct like if you think that's just not a thing and people are just lazy and like um that people just are like complaining now like that's so stupid and annoying to me like
0: and offensive
1: and offensive that's so ableist Mm -hmm. for you to sit there and be like people are just lazy like babes there's nuance to this okay honestly i love therapy what
0: what that's crazy if People out here are going to judge me just because I go to therapy. Listen, they get paid to sit there to listen to me. And I'm living for it because I could talk to someone and not be judged. Well, maybe I'll get judged, like, low-key in their minds and stuff. I don't know. But I'm going to be straight up with you. My therapist, I think she likes me. And I like her, too. She's awesome. (laughs) She gave me homework, and I forgot to do it. But whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, Surprisingly, I also see here every Tuesday. So I have two things to look forward to. The podcast and therapy. So great mix. Great mix.
1: Yeah, I think people who hate therapy is just because they're not ready to work through the things that they need to work through. Like they they think... Or they're just intimidating too, yeah. Yeah, it could be intimidating. Obviously, it could be intimidating and it could be hard because you... Like, I for, for me, I, I had to, like, write down and make a list of, like, the stuff that I wanted to go through. Because you walk into therapy mm-hmm. and you just, like, dump everything. And then it's, like, ha- where do you go from there? You know? Like, where what do you yeah. work on when you're, like, dumping everything at once? Um, it's a lot, yeah. So it helped me to write things down and, and kind of, like, just organize my thoughts. Um, that's awesome and obviously therapy like it's gonna take some time because you have to go through a couple find the one that's like that fits with you um mm-hmm. even fits with your ideals like I-, I don't see any therapists that use religion as you know as a method absolutely Yeah. i don't want that mm-hmm. even if you believe that that is true i don't want I don't want that, um, because it it could be giving you some sort of bias in your help with yeah, me. but it's
0: not your preference,
1: yeah, and I don't want that in in, um, yeah, I don't want that kind of bias in the help that I'm getting. Um, absolutely. What about you? What's a red flag for you?
0: Oh, a red flag for me. Ooh, okay, um. I would say a red flag for me is a person that's very insecure with themselves in terms of me going out a lot with my friends. And this is one that I had difficulties with throughout my past relationships and stuff because I understand that there's times for you know spending time with your partner or your significant other but then there's also times to like hang out with your friends and bonds and whatnot and i just feel like going out with your friends shouldn't be a crime or shouldn't be something that a relationship should fight over because at the end of the day you know you're just hanging out with your friends and just living your social life and just enjoying your time yeah and People go to a certain extent and say, oh, but you're going out with them too much. And they time you and they tell you that you're, you're, you're not young anymore or, you know, they just start making a bunch of excuses to make you feel bad and to guilt trip you into telling you that you shouldn't be going out as much. But I'm enjoying my time. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. And I feel like that should be normalized a little bit more because if we can't say anything when you guys go out with your friends then why would you say something to me? Like, it's literally the same thing. You're being hypocritical about it. Yeah, and it's and like I a control method. Biggest... Yeah, and I, I really don't like being controlled. That's another one. Don't control me at all. I just go with the flow. I'm a very easygoing and laid-back person. So all I've heard. I don't know. But, yeah, no, that whole, like, getting angry when you're, when your partner is going out with their friends... That's a big no for me. Like that ju- that just shows me that you're super insecure about yourself in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah,
1: and it could be a method of them trying to like isolate you from your friends. Like obviously if if they if your partner doesn't know the people that you're hanging out with, that's kind of weird. Like you should take the time to build that confidence. Of course. With of course. this new person, but um if it's like your friends or your family that you've been with you've known your entire life like and they're like you can't hang out with them or they're purposely trying to keep you from them that's huge yeah, red no. flag like they are trying to isolate you for a reason and, and make yeah, no, that's them your whole the world and, yeah 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 no
0: that's not okay mm-hmm. personally like i agree with the whole you know like letting your your partner know who you're going to go out with, where you're going to go, et cetera, et cetera, in case something happens, you know, just for your own safety. Mm -hmm. And just for them to, you know, acknowledge that they should know these things because that's your partner. Totally understandable. But I'm not going to have you texting me every five minutes. Where are you? Come home. No, you're not my dad. You're not my mom. Don't do that to me because I will ignore you. I will block you. I will do anything that means necessary to just avoid you throughout the night because that is
1: super unhealthy in my end. I I find that so 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 annoying. Yeah, it's not it, yeah, I used to I used to be like that um and it wasn't healthy for me or for the person. Um but that like is not sustainable for a relationship for you to be on top of someone every 5 seconds and it just shows like It Yeah, it's truly like your own insecurities coming out because you don't feel safe in that moment. But, I mean, if your partner is taking the reasonable precautions to make you feel safe, then, like, that's a huge red flag if you can't, like, let them have a night out without texting them every five seconds.
0: Of course, you know. If anything, I'll text you within every hour. I feel like that's totally understandable. I'll send you pictures of where I'm at you know pictures of what i'm eating because i'm very photogenic and i like taking pictures for absolutely no reason (laughs) Uh, that's fine i'm down with that but don't be freaking blowing up my phone just to find out where i am every two minutes that's not okay that's not cool don't do that because that is just a huge turn off for me um any Mm. other red flags that you want to add on because i have a bunch of kidding i I don't want to i don't want to bore you guys but i do have a couple
1: um a red flag um not having respect for women it could come from anyone if you don't have a respect for women like you have some issues that you have to deal with because yeah or like just not having respect for like marginalized groups
0: you don't love yourself babe you don't yeah you don't
1: having if you have to put other people down in order to make yourself feel better that is a huge red flag for me. Like that. you have a lot to deal with and I'm not putting up with that. Yeah, they um, probably have Obviously a racism. Mm-hmm. Like if you say the N word and you are like deny that it's a racist word and you're like, it's just another word and everybody says it. Red flag. Yep. I'm sorry. Like yep. you're out. Mm-hmm. I'm not.
0: Agreed. hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: another red flag that I would like to add on. To this red flag list. Would be clinginess. I. Do not like it. I can't stand it. Being clingy 24-7. Will literally give me the ick. Right off the bat. I like being to myself. Most of the time. I do like affection. I do like being like. Very like romantic. And compassionate. Towards my partner and stuff. But if it's like a 24 seventh thing of, like, being clingy, I will ignore you until we're the last two people on earth. <laughs> I promise you that. I, I cannot stand Stenium. a clingy person. No, I can't. I <clears throat> And I've made it clear throughout all my relationships that clinginess, I'm not messing with. I don't deal with that. I like to have my quiet time. I like to have my personal space. I like to isolate myself from the world sometimes because that's just what we need you know and frankly I'm not the type of person that wants to be like cuddled up with all the time it just mm -mm, no no like if we're on a couch you're sitting in a corner and I'm sitting in a corner until I feel like I'm ready to like cuddle with you and that Mm. says a lot because I don't cuddle people I don't but don't cling on to me like a spider
1: don't do that no i think another red flag is like when someone doesn't take the time to actually listen to what you're saying like yeah they're there they're present but they don't give a fuck about what you're actually saying and like Like, let's say you're having a conversation about your trauma. Like, they're they're not actively listening to what you're talking about. And they don't care to really get to know you. But they just want, like, a partner. Like, they just want someone to do everything with. And, like, someone to go on dates with on the weekend. Like, people have full-on relationships where... They, like, tr- truly don't care about the person that they're dating. They just want someone to have something to do with.
0: I agree. I agree. Um...
1: That's how it was with me and my ex, and it took me a while to realize that because he was, like, kind of a nice guy. Nice guy, you know? <laughs> Self-proclaimed nice guy. But um, I didn't realize that like, because cause we would have, like, so many deep talks. But he wasn't like internalizing what i was saying like he didn't care that i had specific traumas you know because when, when it's your partner like you want to take those things into account when you're doing something but um like it was like i, I wasn't like a person to him i was like uh what's it called like a what, what's the word when 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 you uh, oh arm candy you know like arm candy, arm candy. Mm. yeah okay something okay. to be seen and not heard <laughs> <sighs>
0: Yep. man those are the worst <laughs> um what about green flags <laughs> okay we can definitely do green flags um a green flag for me would have to be I don't know if this is like a green flag for just me in general, or like for like everyone in a relationship, but I feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I do want to say before, like I say this, like this is should this should be number one priority in any relationship, because I feel like it's something that's like common sense and like basic knowledge. Um, A green flag for me is that when they respect your boundaries and respect when it's not okay. And Mm. for me, I think that's honestly one of the best things. When someone respects your boundaries mentally, physically, sexually, I feel like that's such a great source of being comfortable with the person and it just makes everything so much better because they want to understand and they want to be there in terms of making you feel safe and at ease with themselves. so
1: yeah respecting so boundaries true. yeah mm-hmm. that's that should be number one <laughs> I feel like it should be in all relationships to be honest because I feel like that's super important. And that just shows that they see you as, like, a human deserving of respect. Yeah. Like, a green flag for me. Bro. I probably don't even... I don't know. I can't even think of one because I haven't been open to relationships in so long. Um, obviously, like, just being generally kind to people. Like, if... Like, I, I don't... I don't personally... I personally would not date someone that is very quick to anger just because that is a very big, yeah. like, line for me. Because I don't want to be in a relationship with someone whose, like, first instinct is to get angry. Like, I I understand mm-hmm. everybody's different, and that's cool. Like, I'm friends with all kinds of people, but dating-wise, I would not be in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. with su- who's super quick to anger and um or just like not like being understanding like oh uh, like if someone's having a bad day and you just like s- snap back at them like i like when someone takes a second to like understand that maybe this person is going through something and having a shitty day you know and it's just not about you you know but that adds like you you kind of have to be a, a like a patient kind of person to to not react in situations. Um, <laughs> um road rage. <laughs> road rage is probably a red flag for me. Listen, if you wanna at me, you totally can. Okay. <laughs> you can totally at me. Literally.
0: Say it with your chest. Say it
1: with your chest. <laughs> Dang, I'm getting called out here. Yo, your road rage sometimes Yeah, I feel it. I internalize that shit.
0: (laughs) It's not it's it's, oh my god. It's that the way that these people drive. Like that's the reason why I have road rage.
1: No, honestly, it's it's warranted. It's warranted. And I let people know in advance
0: before they get in the car with me. By the way, I have road rage. Letting you know. And then when
1: I start doing it, people like I didn't know it was this bad. (laughs) What? No, it's totally warranted. I'm just a hypersensitive person, so like Yeah, when someone's in a bad mood, like yeah. I'm I get in a bad mood. Like I, I my <laughs> my blood pressure goes up.
0: Yeah, but Rage, <laughs> dang. Put me out there, I see you. Dang. But you no, know, you know, you're not wrong.
1: I mean I be saying I be saying shit too, sometimes I'm like, oh my No, nah, like I'm the
0: type of person that will beep will honk at you for a good minute and put the window down and tell you, get in the right lane! Stop
1: driving so slow! Blah, 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 You're too old to be
0: driving, whatever.
1: Yeah, like if this person can hear you, can this person hear you, bitch, and you're like going off in your car? Oh my god. That scares me, yo. <laughs> you're gonna get fucking I shot know. one day.
0: I know, I know. I stopped putting the window down a couple of months ago. But I do scream, like, super loud in my car. And I hope they hear me. But, you yeah, know, I've been putting my window up for a couple of months yes. now. So, I've been behaving. <laughs> my road rage has gotten better. Good. Um, Good. Another <clears throat> green flag, I would want to say. Dang. What's another green flag? Um, <clears throat> okay, so... Another green flag for me would be giving your person the space that they need and checking in with your mental health. I feel like that's super important. Mm. I feel like that's something that... I love that. Uh, I'm obsessed with that. like, um, Checking in on your person, see if they're mentally stable to like listen to you after a long day of work and letting them know, hey, I had a really bad day. Do you have time to listen or are you in the right headspace to listen? If you don't, then we'll talk about it another day. Like, just checking up on your person and just letting them know that you're there and, like, doing little small things for them to brighten their day and acknowledge, you know, their presence. I feel like that's super important and I feel like it should be out there more um, because I feel like checking in on someone that has a lot of, like, things going on in their life, you know, not, not a lot of people ask and i feel like that's super important and super like nice to have i don't know ew i'm getting all mushy gushy ew (laughs) i'm getting all mushy gushy but yeah that's that makes me happy even your face who are you thinking of (laughs) I'm not thinking of anyone. Okay, yeah. yeah, A couple of people. Not just, you know, Uh, relationship-wise, like, with friends, too. Like, I always like to check on everybody mentally and stuff. Yes.
1: I I can't even describe how, like, peaceful it is to have friends that, like, care about your mental health and that you can openly just be like, yeah, I wanted to KMS yesterday, but I'm... I'm good now.
0: <laughs> but we also have those friends that are like, oh my God, why didn't you call me? I would have done it with you. Oh, that's, type thing. <laughs> that's the fuck I'm up. thinking of one <laughs> specific person and I hope you know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> I hope you know. Because he would have said, no, yes. why didn't you call me? I would have done yeah.
1: it too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he
1: definitely would have. For sure. But I think that's why we're still here. That's why we haven't done it because we have we have we have friends that, that, can, that, like,
0: that want us here.
1: Yeah. And then we have that little outlet. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Always check on your friends. Always let them know that they're appreciated. Tell them that you care. Um, I'm not going to say the other thing because I don't really say it much. The the, the, the three letter word. The, the 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 I, you know. The what? I don't... The the I... The the I-L-O-V-E word. mm -hmm. I don't really say that word that much, but, you know, tell them that you L-O-V-E them. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm spelling it out. I'm spelling it out. I don't want to get all mushy-gushy. But you know the gist, you know. Let them know that you care. Be there for them and appreciate them and let them appreciate you in the best way possible and just have open arms to anyone that needs it yeah spread yeah. kindness spread love. I love that i love that
1: well we're gonna close it out because it's late and we are working people so yeah we we got lives
0: man like straight up like we appreciate you guys listening to us and like tuning in and stuff because we literally have so much to talk about but like We have no time because we literally have, like, lives.
1: Steph won't say it, but we love you guys. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, 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 Yeah. Yes, we do.
0: Yes, we do. Thank you for tuning
1: in. Um, Just a reminder to follow us on all platforms. We'd really appreciate it. And... We have new episodes every Tuesday.
0: Also, we are announcing that Let's Get Fruity is dropping Valentine's merch. Previews will be revealed on our Instagram, so check us out at Let's Get Fruity PC. All the information will be listed there. You'll be able to pre-order before the official drop, so make sure you do it as soon as possible before we run out. Limited time only. Literally the cutest merch ever. You don't want to miss this. Thanks so much for tuning in and don't forget to stay fruity cuties. Bye.